the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome back in to the Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, filling in for Bruce Hooley. I'm editor-in-chief of the Ohio Press Network. I don't want to waste any time because uh, time with him is valuable. I want to bring him right in. He's uh, Senate President Matt Huffman. He's a Republican from Lima. Mr. President, welcome back to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you today, sir? Yeah, I'm great. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. So I broadcast this morning live on Facebook that you were going to be here, and then I took some questions. And I'm going to ask you this question, and, and by the way, I'm going to ask it respectfully. This isn't a gotcha question, but it's one that I've, I, I hear a lot, and it's one that I feel a lot in my gut. And I'll try to bring it around the barn. We have a Republican trifecta, right? We have a Republican in the governor's chair. The legislature is controlled by uh, Republicans, and so is the Supreme Court. We have a supermajority in the Senate and in the House. And some people are going, okay, but we don't have a bathroom bill yet. We, Save Women's Sports hasn't been signed yet. Uh, the anti the Safe Act hasn't been signed yet. Uh, Jerry Serino's bill that would enhance higher education it's it's kind of lagging. What do you make of that? I mean, to me, Buckeyes have spoken. They prefer conservative and Republican policies, but it seems like sometimes the legislative process is slow. Is that normal? And are people just being impatient, or do you think that there's an undue pull on some of the conservative stuff that should be getting done? Well, I think both of those things are true. But but I mean, the first thing I'd say is generally, you know, because you're a Republican doesn't mean everybody who calls themselves that believes the same thing all the time on everything. I mean, views change. I mean, who was in the Republican Party 50 years ago is a lot different than who's in it now. And parties are really just factions that are constantly aligning and realigning and leaving and, and all of that. I mean, most of what we call the country club Republicans who ran the party in the 70s, Nixon and Ford and people like that, left the party under Reagan and have continued to leave the party. So I don't think it's, it makes sense to say, well, we're all Republicans. Why aren't we all doing the same thing? There's a, there's a lot of uh, good dialogue. Um, you know, the the what happened both with the Householder and Stevens elections were, and more so with the Stevens elections, is the Democrats are, have, have selected who the speaker is. Mm-hmm. And that there, I think there's an undue influence uh, in the House. Now, I I know there'd be some people putting their hands on their heads and saying, oh, it's outrageous that he would say that. Well, I mean, I, I don't know about the inner machinations of, of what's going on there. But, of course, that has to be true if 32 Democrats and 22 Republicans, I think it was, out of 99 – voted for the current speaker. Now, how that is actually working and the effect that it has since I'm not in the room and part of the decision-making, I don't know. Um, and, and you know, for, from Governor DeWine's perspective, you know, he's, he's, uh, he's a, a conservative to moderate Republican uh, governor. He's, by the way, extraordinarily popular in the state of Ohio among all voting sectors, but, but including in Republican 
certain Re- Republican primaries. He helped us get uh, one of our senators reelected with his active endorsement. I think you know he deserves a pat on the back more than one for his work on the on the most recent November issues. I mean, he he laid it out all on the table. Having said that, you know, Mike DeWine and I don't agree on everything. So I think it's part of the process. Um, and, you know, even even in states where it's all Democratic, you know, they're going at each other. And um, so I, I don't think that's ever going to end. And, you know, you know, think think about your family Thanksgiving. Did everybody agree on everything? And they're all in the same family. Right. I get kicked out of Thanksgiving discussions. They 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 tape my mouth shut. Uh, to your point, I wrote an article last year. I'm going to read it next week. It's called Bipartisanship or Betrayal, and I laid bare what people were saying about Jason Stevens, what Jason Stevens was saying about Jason Stevens. And it's going to be interesting to look back a year later and see, uh, is this what a, a speakership co-opted by Democrats looks like? Um, that being said, I want to dive into a couple of pieces of legislation, and, you, and you're welcome to say, hey, Jack, that's not in my purview right now. But one of the things we've been talking about a lot today is House Bill 68, um, which would keep kids off of drugs uh, that are designed to essentially chemically castrate them or pump them full of hormones of the opposite sex. It would keep doctors from lopping off their body parts. And then it keeps men out of women's sports. Your chamber passed it. The House passed it. It's on Mike DeWine's desk. How do you think that bill is going to end up? Well, I, I will tell you that uh, Governor DeWine, uh, by and large, has been um, deferential, um, you know, not completely the legislature because he has his own agenda and he, he weighs in. Um, certainly a lot different from, um, you know, previous governors that I've dealt with. Um, uh, you know, he has other people advising him that are part of his administration. I, I'm not sure what they're all saying to him. But um, I do think that when a significant amount of folks, especially within your party, have weighed in, uh, I think all but one of the Republican senators voted for this. I'm not sure what the count was in the House, but um, I think that's that means something, too. And, and on both of these issues, uh, the, you know, um, men playing in women's sports and um, it's and by the way, it's not just the chemical. It's also the actual surgeries. Yep. Um, the public really overwhelmingly in the, in the 60s and 70s, depending on which issue you're asking, agree with us. And, you know, the, the folks who are against this are, are very vocal. There are folks who <laughs> a lot of them are, are in uh, Columbus, Ohio or Franklin County. You know, one of the reporters said, well, you know, there were 500 people who testified against this. And if you do this, aren't you going against the will of the people? And, and the answer is, Well, there's over 11 million people in the state of Ohio. We don't just give all our, you know, credence, so to speak, to the people who are in the state house because those there's a lot of lobbyists who show up. That's right. But you know, you know, what what do we do with with all those other folks there? And and we don't just get information from committee hearings. You know, almost everywhere I go in Lima, Ohio, somebody comes up to me and says, "Hey, can I talk to you about something?" Which is fine. That's part of my job. I'm glad they do it. Unfortunately, my Three brothers who live in town who all look like me, they get asked that a lot. So they, they have they have fun answering questions about what they think about something and you know not telling them. Well, I'm actually not the senator, so they enjoy it sometimes. Well, uh, just a couple of minutes left here, and there's so much I could talk to you about. But uh, let let me hone in on this one. Senate Bill 83 is important. 
to me, I look at the rot in our education institutions in places like Harvard, MIT, and Penn, and then Youngstown State, the press and liberals went apoplectic when a, a Trump-supporting uh, congressman said, hey, I'm going to be president here. Uh, where is Senate Bill 83? And, and just remind our listeners how important it is to enhance higher education in Ohio. Yeah, so, so really two general parts. One is the intellectual diversity part of it, to say, hey, you, you know, you, you can't do certain things to keep not only regarding the students, but in your hiring only certain people or they have all these restrictions. You know, Ohio State is is inserting that we're going to give more points to somebody based on their skin color or their ethnic heritage or their uh, gender choice uh, than we are the actual merits of teaching physics, for example, or something like that. So it's it's diminishing the product that Ohio State is putting out. So there's the DEI aspect of it. The other part is the cost control. And it's, 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 as we all know, spun out of control, largely driven by student loans that anybody can get. But then the, the higher education says, hey, if they're going to pay it, we're going to spend it. And within all of that is, is a really cloistered group of people within higher education who've been there for decades, the same people making the decisions and driving out and keeping out people who say, hey, wait a minute. I don't think we should do that. Well, then you're out. Only people who we agree with. About now, 30 seconds, Mr. President. Strictly... About 30 yeah. seconds. Sorry. Go so, ahead. So we passed it out of the Senate. Um, it's been passed out of the committee. Uh, Jerry Serino's done a heck of a job. We know that there are in excess of 50 votes in the House. We just hope the speaker will bring it to a vote. I hope so, too. And uh, I would encourage our listeners to call him. Uh, hey, he is Ohio Senate President Matt Huffman. He's a Republican from Lima. He's a friend of the show, and we're grateful, uh, Mr. President, that you spent time with us this afternoon. Thank you, and you and your family have a blessed Christmas. Yeah, same to all of you. Thanks very much. Hey, thank you, sir. And thank you for listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer. Guess who's up next? Bob France. That's right. Always Right Radio is Bob France. We're going to talk turkey, politics, football, and uh, some exclusive Christmas parties. Stay tuned. Rounding third, heading home on Friday, December 15th, 10 days before Christmas. Quickly, I want to remind you that if you're getting married next year or you think someone you know is going to get asked over the holidays, that's when most people get engaged, make sure you check out the legacy on possumrun.com. When you get there, you'll see the three beautifully unique spaces. The calendar is there so you can see what dates are open. The pricing's on the website, so there's no guesswork. The Legacy on Possum Run, your legacy begins here, thelegacyonpossumrun.com. My next guest has been to the Legacy on Possum Run. Do you know who it is? Let me give you a hint. That can only mean one thing. The Bob France is in the house. Bob France, welcome. How are you this afternoon? I was indeed at the Legacy on Possum Run for the wedding of the Jack Windsor to the Whitney. So, uh, yes, sir. That was a uh, phenomenal introduction. Thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Uh, you know, we, we look back. I, it, it took everything for me not to cry. We had, I had my daughter behind me bawling her eyes out. 
during that what? ceremony. Don't you remember? I don't know if you remember that. She was like so happy, crying tears of joy that I heard her I sobbing. Did, I did not see her face because oh. where we were positioned in the uh, in the venue, we were uh, kind of like uh, her back was toward us, so we okay. didn't actually see that up on the. And the, uh, Good. <laughs> the actual marriage. <laughs> Good. Um, well, hey, uh, several things to talk about. Uh, do you want to talk about the Browns? I, I always give you an opportunity. I know that you're not an NFL fan, but do you want to weigh in since you had a really big interview recently with one of the most prolific Browns in franchise history? Yeah, well, we did, and it's uh, it's for my television podcast called uh, Strictly Speaking, which if anybody is interested, you can watch it on free on any Roku device or any smart TV with the Roku channel. We're on channel 529. It's also on Plex TV and TCL uh, TV+. Plus. Uh, but we did an interview with Bernie Kosar. I did anyway. And that is, you know, when I was a fan of the NFL, of course, and, uh, and of Bernie's. And, and it was, Jack, I'll just tell you this. A lot has happened to Bernie Kosar over the course of the last, you know, 30 years, uh, particularly the last 20 maybe is better. He just turned 60. And um, it is such a remarkable story that he has to tell of a guy who made his career as a quarterback, not with any athleticism at all. He readily admits he had no athletic ability. He threw sidearm. Yep. He couldn't run a 40 and, and, and beat a, a lineman. He couldn't run away from anybody. He, um, he won games and made plays with his brain. It was like it was his calling card. He graduated from the University of Miami in two and a half years. School came easy to him. We discussed all of these things. School came easy. Playbooks came easy. Reading and seeing things on the field in slow motion came easy. It's why he was successful, which is why his story of cognitive decline due to years' worth of concussions is so jarring. And I've known about Bernie's condition for a long time, but not to the level that I did when I did this extensive uh, one-hour-plus interview with him in which we talked about all of it. And as I said to him, when I, as I said to him, it would be tragic for anybody to suffer a cognitive decline, an impairment, because of you know repeated head collisions and so forth. No matter who you are, but when it's who and what you identify as, it's your brain has been has been your you know your it's who you are. Um, it's even more painful. But his story is also one of incredible redemption and inspiration, Jack, because he has he guinea pigged him his way through a lot of different things and medications and treatments and and things that have really, really helped bring a, back a lot of what he had lost. He tells me at one point, and I'm, I may be going on too long here, but no, 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 he told me good. at one point in the conversation, Jack, that four years ago he was told by his neurosurgeons, he, he had been in a coma, by the way. He, four, four years ago, his neurosurgeons told him he had five years of cognitive um, uh, uh, reflection and understanding left. Wow. That it, within five years, he's going to lose pretty much most of his cognitive abilities. And he set out at that time to make sure that did not happen. And even though he still slurs his speech, even though he still struggles with short-term memory things, wait until you see and listen to him. And it is all still there. But... Um, but he has made it his mission to heal himself, and now that he has found a way to do that, he's using his condition to try to heal others. It's a story of, like I said, it's 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 sadness, but it's also redemption, and it's also inspiration. And I, I really I, I can't tell people enough uh, how much I highly recommend that conversation. Well, real quick, uh, tell them where they can see it, because I'm going to watch it this weekend. Where can we see it? 
It's going to be it's going to be live on Monday at 6 a.m. and ah. at 4 p.m. on the Roku channel and on Plex and on TCL TV. It's available. It will be as of Monday on demand and our, uh, our our subscription website, which is TrueBlue. Watch TrueBlue.com. Watch T-R-U-B-L-U. There's no E's on it. Just T-R-U-B-L-U. Watch TrueBlue.com. That's a $4.99 a month subscription, which is basically free. A few, few cents a day, yep. uh, and you can watch it there on demand. But uh, it's awesome. free on our fast channels on Roku, Plex, and TCL, TCL Television. It's uh, it's uh, like I said, it, and it'll be live on those day on uh, Monday, I should say, on those pla- uh, channels at six a.m. and four p.m. One of my all-time favorite Cleveland Browns. We have just a couple mm-hmm. of minutes here, so I'm going to give sure. you a choice. Do you want to talk about uh, House Bill sixty-eight and what Dewine might do, or do you want to talk about uh, Mayor Wu? in boston <laughs> well you know what because because house bill 68 it, it doesn't take much thank god it passed the house thank god it passed the senate and it's going to be law because there is um it doesn't matter what mike dewine does it was passed by um super majorities uh you know veto enough with, with enough to veto override uh and they will indeed vote to override if he does veto it and if he sits and does nothing as you know in 10 days it becomes law so it's going to be the law thank god for that it's protective of children it's protective of females in, uh, in, in sporting circles and in places of privacy. So I'm so glad of that. Uh, the left will try to stop it by way of issue one that passed, and there will be court challenges. Uh, but, uh, but I'm just glad that it passed. And uh, what, no matter what DeWine does, it's going to be lost. So I'm happy about that. Michelle Wu, I'll say this very simply, Jack. It's so funny to me that she, a Taiwanese American, she's of Taiwanese descent, uh, decided to throw this party for electeds of color, no whites, which means she sees herself as a person of color except for the fact that she graduated from Harvard, where if she tried to get enrolled into Harvard today, she would not be admitted because she's too much like a white person. Yes. Because whites and Asians are overrepresented in Harvard, and in their commitment to diversity, they discriminate against them in favor of actual people of color, blacks and browns. So it's, it's kind of hilarious that she sees herself as a person of color, but in reality, her own alma mater does not. So I'm going to try to toggle between both topics real quick. House Bill 68 if DeWine vetoes it, John Husted wears it. John Husted might kiss his opportunity to be governor of the state of Ohio goodbye if DeWine vetoes this bill. I, I genuinely believe that could be one of the decision factors. But uh, Michelle tell, Wu— tell, tell, me your, tell, me, tell me your thought process on that. Why? Why, why do you— Well, because I think that John Husted had a long way back because he rode shotgun with Mike DeWine mm-hmm. during the COVID response. And if right. it weren't for Joe Blystone, Mike DeWine would not be— in the governor's chair right now. That many people Agreed. were dissatisfied. I think that this state has voted. Buckeyes have said we prefer Republican causes. Now, that can be different depending on each topical area, but you're going to tell me that that the, the governor is going to veto a bill that would protect our kids. Science proves that. And it would keep men out of women's sports. I think John Husted would would wear it. I think he would be done. Interesting, interesting. That'll be because uh, he's I running really running in twenty six. That's why. But that is very interesting. Yeah. Yes, hey, Bob France. Uh, he is. He's the man. Hold on. Yeah. All right, brother. Hey, we'll have you I back next indeed. week. Thank you, Jack. Merry Thank Christmas, you, brother. Merry Christmas. Hey. Oh, there I am. Thank you for listening. I'll be back with you Monday, eleven o'clock. Set the alarm. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.